Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on Testimony Tuesdays. Now this episode is called God's Plan and it's because sometimes in life, yeah, we get so caught up in what society's expectations of how our lives should be when really all we we have to do is consult God first in everything that we do and he will enable us to have an incredible life. Now in Proverbs 16.3 it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and and he will establish your plans. Now, before I started church, like many of us, I planned my whole entire life. I thought, you know what, I'm going to uni, I'm gonna come out of uni, have a job as a lawyer, work in a law firm or have my own firm. Now, obviously in life things happen and now I have a podcast and this wasn't ever in my plans. I was opposite to um, you had plans, I didn't have plans. And when I started church, I started making plans. Does that make sense? Right. So, yeah, so it's opposite from what you had. And like at any time you make plans, are you asking God first or? Yes, all my plans, I bring them before the Lord and I allow him to lead me in direction that I need to go. Okay, fantastic. Because like prior to me even starting church, every plan that I had, I wasn't asking God first. I was just doing everything on my own accord. I thought, you know what? But obviously after I came to church, I realized that, you know what? I can't be doing everything on my own because if I do everything on my own, it may not work out according to how I I want everything to work out. Yeah. So yes, we are allowed to have goals and dreams, but at times life happens and things happen out of the blue. You know, currently we are in a, a pandemic where there's a virus. No one was expecting this to happen, right? So many people didn't expect the pandemic to happen, but when it happened, a lot of people were affected. Some was affected negatively and some were affected positively, where they actually took something out of the pandemic. Some people were let off jobs, some people were being hired in areas they didn't think that they could be hired. So a lot of things happen in life, but during that time, just trust God to lead you because you can never do it on your own. Exactly. You know, we are all allowed to have goals and dreams, but sometimes life happens and things happen which may disrupt all those plans, but it's okay, you know, it's fine. And we are all growing as people. Who I am now is not who I will be tomorrow. What I like now and what I enjoy now, I may not enjoy tomorrow. So I feel like it's really important for us to just like take each day one at a time. I'm not trying to tell you to not have plans, but if you do have any plans, just ask God, like, God, is this really for me? Yeah, there's a scripture in the Bible it says, a man's heart plans his way but only god can direct his steps you can plan your way you can plan you can plan you can plan but at the end of the day your plans will not always go the way you want it to be because sometimes it's not supposed to happen when you want it to happen and i kind of feel like it's important for us to just know that our plans are nowhere close to what god has in store for us you know in romans eight twenty eight, it says and we know that those who love god all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. So 
when you when we start our journey with Christ, we've noticed that a lot of things started to fall in place. A lot of things started to make sense. And it wasn't, you wasn't worrying about what you're going to do next because God was always preparing it for you. 110%. And you know what? I told everyone this. When we had this podcast, yeah, we didn't have a mic. We didn't have anything. But out of nowhere, a mic came. God made it work. He made it work. So anything in which we do, ask God, like, God, is this really what I need to do? And if so, ask him, God, is this the right time as well? Because at times, like, he will tell us all these plans, right? But it isn't the right time, you know? So that's also really important. Okay, so many of us spend time in, like, a job or a relationship that was not intended for us and I feel like it wasn't intended for us because we haven't even asked God first like I'm sorry guys but prior to me starting church I was dating people that I probably should never have even looked at looked at in the first place but it's because I did not consult him first however on the other side as well like even though I was in this relationship or even though I was in this job that I didn't ask God about first I learned a lot in that in that time and I I kind of feel like even though it may seem like you know what this isn't for me at the same time God will put people in your life for a reason or he will put you in a church for a reason or a job for a reason but it's to enable us to like to learn how to be patient how to be obedient how to be strong as people yeah everything that um you do in your life God is using you to prepare you for something. So if you're weak in an area, God might bring you in a situation where that situation will make you stronger, depending on how you're looking at it. Because some people might fall into certain trials and tribulations and they take it as the worst thing ever. Then you start to blame God. No. How about you look at it from a different point of view and think, you know what, what can I take from this experience? Exactly. From, for example, one of... On one of our previous episodes, we said, what are you going to be doing during this, during this time of lockdown to say, you know what, this is what I do. When I came out of it, I'm a better person. 100%. I agree with you. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and for and a future. Hallelujah. So it's just what um, Sister Natasha was saying. Many of us spend a lot of time in relationships and the reason why you're not in the relationships now is because there were not relationships that were supposed to be long-term. What we need to understand is people come in our lives for just a short moment and they have to leave. They have to be removed because, yeah, Yeah. the Bible tells us there's a time and a season for everything. Mm. So you entering that relationship may not be... To you, it might seem like it was the worst thing that ever happened, but that person had to come in your life to teach you something. Yeah, That person had to come into your life to... You might have to teach them something. Do you know what I mean? It's give and give. situation and it says that god already knows his the plans that he's already set for you when we start when i started my journey with christ i didn't know my plans until i entered into the kingdom of god and then god started showing me the plans and Mm. showing me the foundation and it's the best thing i've ever done 110 and again like don't see everything as an l don't don't see everything as a loss right think okay what have i learned from this relationship what have i learned from this job or from this career path that I was I was on prior like even though this career path was what I, I liked initially what about it kind of like put me off like what am I amazing at right now how am I able to like turn that into a career path how am I able to like t- turn that into a hobby or an interest you know everything has has a purpose everything has um a takeaway point yeah yeah because for me when I started working in my church Carrie's church Coventry mm. I after a while I realized why God was making me do certain things in this yeah. in the church because it was preparing me for what he was going to do next it was preparing me for uni it was preparing me to even be a better mother do you understand so you might think that just because you're in that situation 
you not you can't handle it god already knows that you can handle it that's why he gave it to you in the first place if you just trust god and allow him to use you allow him to do what he needs to you because you never know you might do some help somebody that's struggling and you might think that that person has forgotten about you then 10 years later you don't know what that person that person could have been telling their family about you then one day you might actually bump into that person again because it's possible god works in mysterious ways that's so true i'm just thinking about like my um, friend alana as you guys really know i always talk about talk her, about her all every, the time every episode, every episode. <laughs> oh, i love you yeah but like we're just trying to explain um with um alana and i we were like friends for a long time and then things happened unfortunately but then after a while like god brought her back into my life and now i'm back into her life and it was all his plan like we kind of had to have that time apart so that i was able to um learn about me she, she was able to um learn about her i was able to mature Gross, she was yeah. able to um mature as well and now like who we are as people and who we are like as um friends or whatever is better than how it was prior so at times i think you know what if we continue to be um friends for a long time would we have come out like how we are right now so like the point i'm trying to make is you know what don't see everything as an l everything happens for a reason and god will continue to use the right people in your life and he'll bring the, the um correct people into your life at that time you know to kind of like change your life because you know after having her back into my life and i'm sure she's able to say the exact same thing things have really improved for the um both of us we have we have a very deep connection alana we have a very deep connection where we are able to like talk about everything we are we are an all rounded friend where we can talk about like personal stuff you know like god careers business everything for like with her is a very meaningful relationship just to quickly add as well god will never put you in a relationship or a situation that takes you away from him to recognize if this thing is from god or if this isn't part of god's plan is like if you're in a relationship and this person is ungodly and they're encouraging you to like do things that aren't of god or they're taking you away from god this is obviously is someone who you should not be with you know if you're in a career which is on godly and it's making it harder for you to even seek god then is, is this really the career that god actually intended for you a lot of us are in situations which draw us away from god and his purpose yes this job might be paying you 80k a year but sometimes is is god really involved in that like is that really what god intended for you in your career you know you're dating a guy yes he's, he's fantastic he has all the right accolades he has he ticks every single box but the main the most important box is is he of god like is he a man of god does he pray with you does he encourage you and push you you know anytime you're in a situation is he telling you oh you know what why don't we pray first or god should always be in your conversations i'm not saying every single conversation has to be about god but some element of god has to be involved in your life it cannot be like only on like once a week you know you're involving him in your life like every single plan in which you make should include god you know any anything in, in which you plan to do you should already have in your mind like mm, is this what god actually wants for me i'll be able to pray about it babe you know like i just kind of feel like a relationship without god is not a relationship at all we all need a friend 
or a sister or just a partner who we're able to be 110% transparent with. You just have to be careful with your surroundings because they can affect you in a positive way or negative way. If you're always uh, surrounding yourself with people that have business ideas that are encouraging you to be a, a, the best version of yourself, to push you in a direction where you feel like you, you don't know if you could do it by yourself, but because you just got that one person there uplifting you all the time, it will make your life so much easier. But if you have somebody who's always telling you, okay, let's, oh no, you're doing too much. Just calm down, chill out for a minute. Mm, take a break. That, sorry. Well, if you know, if you have the same mindset, then you're more likely to go where you need to go. But if you don't have the same mindset as your friend, then I'm sorry. You, you might have to just step back a bit and just do what you need to do f- first and foremost and put you first. Right. So now we have our incredible guest, Martina. So this is our first ever episode with an American. Yes, international. international. Honestly, yes. this podcast is going far in life. Hallelujah. You know what? Whoever is here now, you will see where this God pod- is planning to take yeah. this podcast. Yeah. And this, and this whole his word thing. Okay. Stay amen. tuned for that because it's going to be amazing. Amen. Okay. <laughs> amen and amen. So now like um, quickly as well. Yeah. We have a giveaway to show you. I don't know if I'm going to explain it. God is good, hallelujah. We have a giveaway coming up in two weeks on the 20th of July. We're going to release the winner. All you need to do, remember, listen, take the instructions down, guys. All you need to do is follow his word, like this post, comment down below on your personal testimony. Guys, it can be a short testimony. It doesn't have to be a long one. And share the post on your story and then tag two of your friends or as many as you like. It doesn't matter. The more the merry hallelujah amen and remember guys there's two new king james version bibles given out yeah and two lucky winners will win those two bibles hallelujah again if you're not interested in having a bible you may have a friend or a person out there who doesn't have a bible it's not only about you you can bless them exactly this post is not just about you this post is to is one to allow you to reflect yeah what has god done in your life like this post isn't only for a a prize no it's for you to really reflect and understand that you know what although things are happening in your life that you probably aren't happy with what has god actually done for you prior to this point because i feel like a lot of times yeah in um first um samuel hannah was able to pray to god right but it wasn't about her praying it was about her appreciating what she really has in her life she has an incredible husband she has everything happening for her currently but the one thing that she wanted was to have a child right for me i saw it as hannah knew who exactly to turn to when she was in her uttermost deepest it was it's how do i even explain it it was so powerful it was powerful when you're at the lowest point in your life you need to remember who you need to contact because your neighbor cannot do it for you your brother cannot do it for you your husband or your wife cannot do it for you but guess who can do it for you the lord can do it for you these bibles yes you might not want them but you blessing someone can make a difference this actually enables you to build a relationship with god because when you have it you know you have to read it you know it there's nothing wrong with having a bible app but when you have a personal bible in front of you it makes it so much easier for you to connect with god because you can take notes you can even write in it come on now and i I kind of feel like if you're on your phone as well yeah and you're always having ping 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 ping, instagram this um what else twitter whatsapp snapchat like it's always happening because you know what it is the enemy will use anything to come and distract you from hearing his word and for god to actually speak to you you have in the bible it enables you to spend quality time with god and put your phone away just for a moment just to hear what god wants to say to you exactly 
Anyway, sorry guys. So I back as we digress. was we was introducing our introducing lovely international guest Martina. Now she has also got a podcast on testimonies. Um, and I met her on Instagram, and honestly, it's been a pleasure meeting her and her mum. And I can't wait to you know um, work with her in the future. Yeah, and we just want to pray that you know what this episode will actually impart grace upon your life yes. and inspire you yes so hello martina how are you today i'm super nervous i don't like being on this side of the microphone Hi. <laughs> i don't know yeah. it feels weird um but i was just thinking about uh i guess my journey to um just learning to trust god even yeah. when your plans get totally messed up and they're all the way canceled okay um so hi my name is martina i am from the United States in a state called Indiana. Um, and the testimony I wanted to share today is just about coming to understand that God's plans are greater than mine and just to rest and trust in him when our plans just totally go haywire and not how we want them to. Um, and so I guess it kind of starts um, at the end of high school. You know, I'm ready to go to college and I'm super excited. I was a great student, had great grades and everything. And so I was just really excited to pursue like that next level of education. And so, you know, my parents encouraged me, you know, pick whatever university you want to go to. We're going to support you. You know, you don't have to worry about it financially or anything like that. Um, we're here to support you totally. We just want you to totally just focus on your education and nothing else. And so I was just really excited, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what degree you want to go for and things like that. Um, and so I started school. I was really excited. Everything was going great. It was tough. It was hard, you know, but I, uh, you know, just kept pushing through it and everything like that. And I remember the probably the last week or two of the first year of college, um, it was time to sign up for the next year's classes. Um, and so, of course, by then I had made friends and things like that. And so we were all um, in one of our dorm rooms with our laptops ready, like, OK, what class are you signing up for? OK, let's let's get this class at this time so we can be in class together. And everyone was just super excited. And, you know, we, we were all ready and we were ready to finally hit that submit button. Like, okay, these are the classes, you know, we have these classes together and everyone was excited. Everyone's went through, but mine didn't go through. And, you know, I was a little embarrassed. I tried to, you know, be excited with everyone else. Like, yeah, okay, next year is going to be great. Um, and I'm just sitting there wondering, like, why didn't my, um, why didn't my uh, registration for the next year's classes go through? Um, and then I, I come to find out that it's because, uh, my parents had fallen so far back on the tuition that they weren't going to allow me to sign up for classes until, you know, however much they owed was paid. Um, and so I would get call after call after call, um, like that whole last week of school where you're excited, like summer's coming, all of that stuff, everyone's super excited. But that whole week leading up to um, that moment where we were in the dorm room signing up for classes, I would get a call. Um, hey, just so you know, um, your parents owe this much on your tuition. If you don't pay this much by this much, you won't be able to come back next year. And for me, like college was this huge thing. Like both of my parents never went to and finished college. So I was going to be like the first one in my family. And so to get that news that I wasn't going to be able to go back because of money, it's like, I, it, it kind of breaks your heart because you're like, I'm smart. I like to learn. Like I'm doing all the right things, but all the right things don't matter at the end of the day in that situation, unless you have the money. And so it was just very hard. Like nights I would just cry myself to sleep. Like I just want an education. Like that's all I want. It just wasn't happening. You know, um, my parents tried all they could to make it happen, but like growing up, we never really had co conversations about money and stuff like that. So, you know, thinking back to when they said, you know, pick whatever university you want, finances don't matter. We've got it. 
I trusted them. I had no reason not to. I grew up in a middle-class family. Um, everything ap always appeared to be fine. You know, everything was taken care of. And so, you know, when they told me, you know, don't worry about the finances, we've got college covered. You know, I had no reason to not believe that. Um, and of course, you know, on their end, they really meant it. Like they really wanted to be able to do that for me, but it was just hard. Just, I just almost couldn't believe it. Like everyone around me is excited. They're going back next year. And I literally cannot sign up for classes next year. Like it's over. Um, and so I just kind of didn't know what to do. Um, I remember too, like everyone was asking like, oh, you know, we can't wait, you know, to come back next year and stuff. And I, it was just so weird. It was embarrassing. Like, how do you tell everyone I can't come back because we don't have the money. Like everyone's expecting you next year. They're talking about what are your plans for the summer? We can hang out during the summer and we can't wait to, you know, catch back up. So it was just crazy. But after that, somehow uh, my mom was able to enroll, help me get enrolled at another university since I couldn't go back to that one with my unofficial transcripts from that college. So another university accepted those transcripts. It was like, okay, yeah, you can sign up here. And so I did another year there um, for a totally different degree program. At that school, I was, we were able to pay everything it was weird. It was like this fear kind of still in my head. Like, what's the point of continuing the next two years if I get, you know, however far and I get to this next point and then right when I think I'm there, they say, oh, you know, you can't graduate or you don't get your diploma because of money. And so even though that second year we were able to pay for everything, it was just this fear in my head. Like, it's only a matter of time before you're not going to be able to finish. Um, and so after that second year at that second college, I just said, you know what, I'm done with school. And it broke my heart because I, I love learning. I love reading. I, like, I'm a bookworm. And so um, that was just so tough. But now, like, looking forward, that was in 2011 to 2013. And so now looking, what, nine years later um, and looking back at that, I kind of can see now how, you know, how even though it was hard, just now I'm kind of more in a position to just rest in knowing that God's plans are just better than mine. He knows He knows me more than I know me. Um that what I went to school for right after high school in 2011 was for pre-med because I wanted to be an anesthesiologist. And the reason I wanted to be an anesthesiologist is because um, when I was trying to decide what degrees to go on, my mom was like, you know what? Um, uh, don't pick that degree because it doesn't make that much money. Why don't you pick a degree that makes more money? And so it, it wasn't about what natural skills I had or what I was interested in. It was like, oh, well, this per this type of job makes a lot of money, so I should do this. And so looking back on it, I'm like, I would have went through four years of school, then another four years of med school, then however much other training, and I would have had all this student debt for a degree that I have no interest in working in today. <laughs> and yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of funny. It still hurts kind of when I think about it because I'm like, all my friends have degrees and, you know, whatever the job that I'm in currently, it's like an entry-level role because I don't have a degree. So, you know, it's kind of like both sides mm -hmm. I still kind of look back at. But at the end of the day, you know, I believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. And um, we just trust God and uh, just resting in his plans because I, I still don't really know where I'm going in life. <laughs> I just know that now I don't try to figure it out. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like how the scripture says, like, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Yeah. Um, and in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So it's like, that's kind of those two scriptures kind of really kind of guide me now because I've always been one who changes my mind a lot. Like I think, oh, I really want this thing. And then you're excited about it for like five, six months. And then you're like, uh, do I still like, well, I told everybody I was into it. So I guess I got to keep doing it. But um, that was just about just praying, like literally acknowledging God in all things and like letting him lead me into what I'm supposed to be doing because 
I have no idea, but he knows. <laughs> and so like, even now, um, how old am I? 26? Yeah, I'll be 27 next month. And so even now it's like, hey, you're getting close to 30. Like, when are you going to get married? You know, are you going to have kids? Like all this stuff. But with the experience that I've had, like with college and how much that impacted me, like now I just know, like, relax. God's got it. Everything's going to happen in his timing. I can rush to get what I think I want, which could be what I want in the moment. But God knows what I'm going to want 30 years from now. And if I settle for what I think I want now, I'm going to be upset in 30 years when I'm divorced and I got three kids and I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. That's really interesting. So like, what advice would you give to a person like me who makes all my plans and they aren't going how I thought it would go? And like, if you were able to speak to your younger self, what would you actually say? You know, because I kind of feel like this is a very important question. Like, how are you able to reflect now? Um, I would just say seek God first. Um, and, you know, a lot of times, like when I was first going to college, like I was born and raised in the church. So both my parents were heavy in the church. So I was always there. Yeah. Um, and like I got, I accepted Jesus as a, at an early age, but like, as far as like making him a part of my daily life, like personally, not my parents saying, oh, you know, did you pray before you go to bed? You know, little things like that. You, you just have to come to a point where you realize that God can actually help you and that he wants to, um, and that you just have to ask him. Yeah. And so when I was first in college, that was not my truth. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I accepted God, but I mean, I'm going to figure my life out. It's kind of crazy to say that, but, um, just seeking God, because a lot of times we think, oh, you know, God is silent, but it's like, God speaks to us in his word. He speaks to us through prayer. But if we're so busy doing, 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 like, you know, whatever the college checklist is, oh, I have to apply for this college. I have to apply for this scholarship. I have to go visit this college and look at, you have this whole checklist of things you have to do, but nowhere on the checklist is ask God or pray or sit down and be quiet and just listen to God, to what God's saying. Um, And so I think that's the biggest thing is like not, not pursuing our own agenda before first seeing what God has to say about it. So. You know what, that's actually the best advice I've actually heard in a very long time. I feel like a lot of us are so focused on our everyday lives and, you know, working and going out and go to the gym and all that kind of stuff that we kind of forget about the most important thing in our lives and that's obviously God. Thank you for that incredible advice and I really do hope that anybody who's hearing this, you know, has actually taken that in. Like, ask God, like have asking God as part of your checklist or as whatever you, you want to call it, you know, have God as part of that. Now, um, I have one more question. Um, so how would you compare your life now to how it was back then when you were doing the most and you were having your checklist and you were doing all these kind of things? Like, what has actually changed? So when I look at how my life is different now than it was nine years ago when I... Um, when it felt like my world had ended because college was not looking like a reality for me. The biggest difference now is just having a peace about um, when things don't go according to the way that I think they should. Um, Back then, I mean, it sounds kind of like an exaggeration, but it legit felt like, like, this is it. Like, this was my one way out, quote unquote, out of what? I don't know, but um, that just felt like that's the path you're supposed to go on. And so when that got cut off, um, it just kind of felt like the world was over. Like, okay, what do I do now? And so nine years later, looking at how I handle things now, um, it's just more of just peace, just understanding that 
God has me that, um, that I can just rest in that. Um, I don't stress as much as I used to. Um, and so that's a blessing, but, um, like I just moved to Indiana, um, here in the United States about a year and a half ago. And so before that I lived in Colorado and I had lived, lived there for 15 years. And so I wanted to move to Indiana because I had a lot of family here and I wanted to be around, you know, all the relatives and things like that. But there were things in Denver that made me want to leave one being how expensive it was to live there. And so I was just really frustrated as a young adult with no degree um, kind of wanting to start my life. Um, and I didn't see how that was possible there. And so um, I think God used that to push me out of Denver and into Indiana. And so now that I'm here, I've grown, I've grown a lot since I've been here. Um, in those last weeks of me living in Colorado, I was Googling different churches in Indiana. So I could have, you know, a few that I would visit when I moved here. And I wanted to go to a non-denominational church. And so as I was looking those up, um, to be honest, I've always had an African-American pastor. And so when I was looking online for non-denominational churches, I was only seeing non-denominational churches in Indiana with Caucasian pastors. Um, and so it's crazy because I was just Googling. And as soon as I would go to the, you know, about page or, you know, the page where all the leaders were listed, I would just look at the picture or whatever and immediately dismiss all these churches because it didn't fit what I thought that I needed or that I wanted. Um, and so it's kind of funny because when I moved here, um, I visited one church, didn't like it. The second week I tried a different church. Um, and it's funny because it's one of the churches that I Googled when I was in Colorado still that I was like, oh yeah, nope, nope, not going to that church. Um, and so it's funny that I visited that church once really liked it and was impressed, visited again, liked it again and was impressed and then joined within two weeks. And so, I mean, that never would have been in my plan. If it was up to me, I would have just, if I was stubborn still, <laughs> I would have, you know, just kept looking until I found an African-American pastor. Um, but like I said, God's plans are way beyond our plans. Um, he knows what we need. We, we may, you know, want something or think this is what we need. But I mean, now, having gone through the college thing and like trying to fight it and try to figure out every which way, okay, how can I still make this happen instead of resting in it? You know, it's kind of that battle between, um, you know, pushing through obstacles. Are, are we pushing through the obstacle or is this God telling us don't pursue this? So are you supposed to keep going and keep fighting and, Oh, I have faith and I'm going to keep pushing until, you know, this door opens for me. So, you know, how do you differentiate between fighting hard for something you want or realizing that's actually God blocking it from you? And so, um, so now that I'm here in Indiana, you know, maybe it was God's will that I didn't right away see any churches on Google that matched what I wanted, an African-American pastor. Um, but being at the church that I'm at now, I've just grown so much there, um, come to love the people there. It's really, even though it's a larger church, they do really well on kind of making it feel like community. And so, so, so now, even when things don't look how I feel like they should look, I'm okay with it. it it's kind of like this peace that I have. Um, Cause in my mind, I'll recognize that this is not something I would pick for myself. But then when I feel in my heart, this peace, 
I just kind of go with the flow and realize this is what God has for me. And so at the church that I'm at now, um, at the beginning of the year, they have what's called 21 days of prayer. And so during that 21 days of prayer, I was, you know, faithful. Prayer was from six in the morning till 7 a.m. Um, just one hour a day for 21 days straight. And, you know, I faithfully went and prayed and, you know, did all the stuff. And I, I, I didn't go into it expecting anything in particular. Um, I had, you know, a list of things I want to pray for personally, a list of people, friends and family that I want to pray for. Um, but it's crazy because during that 21 days of prayer, um, this idea came out of nowhere um, to start a podcast. And me, I'm like super introverted, super shy. This is nothing that I desired on my own. I mean, I do now that God has brought me here. But again, it's just trusting God. Like he gave me this idea that seems larger than life, larger than me, outside of my comfort zone. Um, and nine years ago, I probably would have been like, oh no, this this is a crazy idea. Why would I ever do something like that? But now, like, like I said, it's just this peace that you have and just trusting that God is good and that if he gives you something to do, it's not going to hurt you. It may be scary, um, but his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And so we can just rest in that, that he's going to carry us through it. Um, I've been having other just random ideas come to me where like, I don't think of myself as a creative person. And so when these things come, I'm like, that has to be God. Um, and so I just, when what he's giving you or telling you is so huge that it scares the crap out of you, <laughs> you just pray and you just, I don't know, my kind of mantra in my head is be scared, but do it anyways. Um, I mean, as long as it's the will of God, of course. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. Um, just having peace and just praying about things and just hearing from the Lord, being quiet enough and still enough and not being so busy and so caught up in our own checklist of things to do that we totally miss um, what it is that he has for us. Oh my God. We thank you so much, Martina, for your life. This testimony has truly enabled us to, to see that, you know what, God's plan is always the right way. At times we may make our plans, yeah, but sometimes it won't go to plan. And you know what, that isn't always a bad thing. That's not always a bad thing because you know no. what, as a result of these things happening in the way that they've happened, you now have an incredible podcast. You know, God is really, working in your life and although it's not where you want to be right now you are happier than how you were prior and i feel like happiness is the best thing that anyone could ever have you know you know this podcast is just a reminder that you just need to trust god proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight hallelujah amen this is just a constant reminder you just reminded me today thank you very much that just allow god to lead you trust god it doesn't matter what plans you've made allow god to lead you allow god to guide you and he will definitely direct you in the way that you should go so you will not depart from it hallelujah amen and i just want to like take this chance you know what god thank you i may not tell you enough but thank you at times i cry but it's okay Thank you. It's just acknowledging the Lord. Yeah, honestly. All the time. Doesn't the matter time. what you're doing. Any emotion that you're feeling, just thank him anyway. Amen, amen, amen. So guys, have a lovely day. And please remember, his word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word. <laughs>